this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear campaign with TW and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 59 of the Schmear campaign. Whoa. The first episode post the 2020 election. We have in I swear to God, in Jersey City, it's 69 yeah. degrees. Nice, nice. We're in the midst of an Indian summer stretch here that would not be believed. What does that mean? Like, it's it's fall, and it's been like 70, it was like 77 degrees today. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but it couldn't be more beautiful because there's no humidity. It's just, you know. Love that. Really, really nice for this time of year. You can't beat that. Right. And down in your neck of the woods, it's right. um, uh, 78. It's raining. 78. It's a little raining. It's a little raining. Just coming off um, the uh, um, uh, Ada. Yeah. No, it's uh, we have Ada bands. Ada bands abound. And I'll tell you something. You know what? I'm the first one to call out a storm. You know, Ada had a little bit of a punch to her when uh, at some times, even though you know we went over the keys. There was some, uh, there was some fun little videos I sent to you. Some good winds on the bay. Listen, the tropical storms are, are notorious for how tremendously wet they can be. And, and, and Miami is usually a city that's tremendously wet for for multiple reasons, but Miami is tremendously wet right now. Right, definitely lots of flooding. Especially, I was down south today for work. A lot of uh, a lot of localized flooding. Like that word? Yes. And a lot of uh, fishing outside your front door. A lot of fishing outside your front door. That was a great video. And uh, I was driving. I was down. I was like really, really south, and like by the industrial parts of Miami. And I guess like, there's this little like river near like Chrome Avenue that you know goes down to the Everglades, and it was like. It was coming onto the road. I mean, you really had to, you know, maneuver. So, what is it safer to call it a canal than a river? Canal, yes, definitely a canal. That's definitely good. a canal. That's good. Yes. Thank you for that. Just trying to paint the proper picture. L listen, and, and that's why you're here. Um, you are the you are the Van Gogh of this podcast. No, <sighs> thank you. That's an honor. Well, true. Still have both my ears though. You know, it's funny uh, that you say that because I was actually looking up Van Gogh today. I didn't realize that he was the, the, the accent logo. Is what? I didn't realize that Van Gogh was the accent logo. What do you mean? Like the, one of the accent brands is like the, has like two faces. Oh, like oh, a, oh. And I think that's a Van Gogh painting. Or maybe it's, a, it's not him, but it's, a, it's like a painting that he did. For the, I, don't, I don't know. I could okay. be wrong. All right. That's fine. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, Van Gogh, you are him. So uh, what happened to his ears? Why didn't he have ears again? No, I think he cut it off. So like for less of a distraction. I'm not sure. Maybe he was hearing voices. You know, I wonder if that's like the equivalent of the in Van Gogh times. Uh, I guess that was the Renaissance, right? Would that be the Renaissance? I think around that time, yeah. Uh, that would be the equivalent of like deactivating your Twitter, cutting off your ears. You know, or going like deactivating your social media. You cut off your ears. So after you the last after the last week, are you prepared to cut off your ear? Leave social media? No, cut off. Or cut off my ear. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Come on, come on. 
Well, I mean, you're talking about joining Parlor, so I wasn't sure if cutting your ear. Um, that was more uh, a question for uh, uh, for our father. You know, I know he's talked about it. I, I, I listen. I think. I mean, we'll get to it later. But I, I'm not going to Parlor. Like, like that's just you know, like we make fun of people being snowflakes. Like that's the most snowflake thing ever to create your own Twitter. Right. So, um, I'm willing to say that at least. But I. Jack, I know you're listening. Go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not going to sign up Twitter because I'm not a pussy, but go fuck yourself. Stay out of our fucking elections, you piece of shit. But other than that, it's been an interesting week. I did some traveling. I was in our nation's capital, um, which you and I have a history there. It was really our first trip together. It was. Um, and, and probably, you know, uh, the... I mean, we were very close then, but probably the beginnings of this podcast, just because if you think about it, it wasn't something that we discussed then, but we always told people when we got back and when we were in DC, there was not one moment of downtime on our car ride. And that's, and that's rare. No, absolutely. You know, so, you know, sometimes we drive, you know, that's rare. Listen, it's normal. Like, so you know, a lot of people don't have stuff to talk about, friends, like, for five hours or more. We were driving. Just to give everybody a little bit of background. I mean, we yeah. literally... You know, drove through the night. We woke up one day and we said, "Hey, let's go on a road trip." I know somebody who uh, we have a, a fraternity brother who lives in DC. Yep. Friend of the program. Let let's let's do it. Let's get on the yeah. road and do it. No, that was I. It wasn't. I think it was like the lead. Maybe like a day of planning, not even planning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Yeah, yeah. It was. Pretty, and you know. we we took the compass, which we've talked about on this podcast. A lot of you guys know her. Uh, and it was one of the best, and you know, and, and that was us, you know, talking and shooting the shit, and we do it all the time, but rarely did we ever get it on a one-on-one -on -one setting like that, so I always think about that. DC was the, pretty much the beginnings of something that was going to happen for us, uh, so yeah, DC was like, I love DC, you know, this time was a little sad for me to be there for obvious reasons, a lot of hate, a lot of hate. What, happen what happened that it would be obvious? Well, just hate, you know, a lot of, lot of hate in the streets. People protesting. Uh, you would think the White House was Eagle's Nest. Uh -huh. Did something big so, happen in the last week? Um, yes, the media called the election oh. for Joe Biden. Oh, and, wow. yeah, which I, don't, I, I forgot that in my constitutional law class that uh, Fox News, MSNBC, CNN calls elections. But I was, not, I was never the best student, so maybe I missed that day in class. I, but, think, uh, I think we would best describe that as, as being a sore loser, um, which is what most of the Trump camp is uh, this week. Well, 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 well let's not, before we, we're still in a nice moment. Before we get to that, let's, uh, let's get to uh, how your week was. Well, I always like that. I went up to Westbrook, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. With my grandpa and my uncle. Um, and that was Was Melanie nice. there or no? No. No, because Yogi got neutered last week, and it was still, like, during his recovery time. So we didn't feel right pawning him off on somebody while he's still technically, like, supposed to be chilling out. So mm -hmm. it was fine. It was about two and a half hours away. Uh, really, really beautiful house uh, right on the Long Island Sound. Really, really nice. Um, like your typical coastal sea town, kind of like how we experienced. Breaking news. Sorry. Real breaking news? Real breaking news. How come I didn't get it? It's not like political. Sports related. Okay. 
I see. Want to give us a song? I see. You want you want to break it? No, you go ahead. Is that was that fair? That's fair. Okay. Friend of the program, and just an all-around great manager, and someone both of us love, Don Mattingly, Manager of the Year. What a job! What a man! Love that guy. Love him, Donnie. We love you. How appropriate! Puzzle tough. How appropriate for that to break during uh, this broadcast. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry about that. I, I hate it. You know, whatever. No, but staying on that, that real nice. quick, you know, yeah. just to pick up on what you were saying, he's just, he, he's such a lovable guy. He took the know nothing, you know, Marlins that were supposed to go, you know, were supposed their, to go. Their over under was, 20, uh, was 21 and a half games or something like that. Yeah, like, you know, they, they were supposed to win like 60 games, 65, maybe 70 games at most. Right. Um, and even in a shortened season, you got to give them their due. And, and he deserve, he definitely deserves that manager yeah. your title. And, and, and I think it's also just just sticking by that he was also, I mean, this was one of the better years, but he's been through some thin years and some thin rosters. And uh, and I hope that Derek, G- I hope this real recognize, you know, I, I hope this helps Derek Jeter and company recognize what they have and to, you know, give it exactly to continue to bloom. And, and congratulations, Donnie. We love you. We love you. That's nice. Oh, I- finally. I got to tell Papa about that. Yeah, yeah, he'll like that. Look, yeah, we'll like that. We'll talk about it with him later. Um, um, anyway, so what were we saying? Anything important? You were just talking about uh, being up in oh, uh, Yeah, you reminded me of, um, of our trip to Rhode Island for producer Jim's wedding. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, you know, so just like that cool little coastal kind of sea town. Uh, a really beautiful house, like just really, really nice. And it's always nice to get away for, even if it's just it, a it couple is. nights. It is. We, it's a crazy world out there. <laughs> How was your week anyway? Uh, we uh, talked about it. We, <laughs> oh, and I went to the wedding. You know, I had a great time seeing a lot of people. Uh, Virginia, I know you live there, but you live in the part of Virginia closer to D.C., right? Right outside, yeah. Yeah. So I had to go a little bit further into Virginia, um, and it was really nice. Uh, I drove through Shenandoah Valley, which Did is, you figure uh, out if you were closer to Richmond? I'll be honest with you, I didn't look. I think I was the closest where I was was probably Charlottesville. Because a lot of people flew out of there, I, I came to find out. Really? Yeah. can't imagine there are very many flights out of there, but what do I know? Well, I'm sure it's a connect. I mean, it's not direct. Right. You know? Um, but, you know, I, I didn't want to deal with that. But, but, come on, I didn't want to deal with that bullshit. I wanted to go in and out, you know? So DC worked out for me. Any crazy uh, landing? Yeah, so, uh, they, yeah, good reminder. So we were talking about Ada earlier. So I left like around 12, something, what, 12 o'clock? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you get a crazy oh. landing coming into DCA? Why would I have a crazy landing coming to DCA? Because you know the airspace is is. Oh no! I, no, I don't. I don't remember anything really out of the ordinary in DCA. No, um, I was working on the flight, so I wasn't really paying attention. Um, <laughs> but on the way back was because it was. I mean, you know, we had the bands were starting to come in, so Miami was like starting to be a little windy, and there was lots of air pockets on the way down, and that's like being on a roller coaster a little bit, right? You, you go, whoop! You feel that little feeling in your stomach. Um, I'll, so, never forget, was, I'll never forget. Quick story. First yeah. time, 
first time I went to Vegas, it was a family trip. So Papa was there, even Granny was there. Uh, and this was my first trip to Vegas. And I really, as a kid even, How old were you? I was in like sixth grade, but I still learned. You're probably, you're probably sorry, but you're probably all like still remember the, the Rugrats Vegas episode. You're probably thinking about. I, I probably at the time, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Vegas vacation. But I fell in love with Vegas then. But I fl we flew out of Fort Lauderdale. Right. And um, um, we flew America West. You, you know, you remember America West? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Based so, out of Phoenix. Yeah. So that was like your typical Southwestern airline right. if, you were, if you were flying out there. The Arizona and, equivalent. And I swear to God, we were, I'll never forget this for some, it was, it was the scariest experience I've had flying to date. Right. And you take off from Fort Lauderdale and probably didn't even get up to 10,000 feet. And all yeah. of a sudden we just like, watch my hand. We like literally <coughs> like that. And it, oh, right at the takeoff. It, right off of takeoff. It was, it was one of the scariest things that, it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced while flying. Well, first things first, I'm glad nothing happened. It's, yeah, thank you. You know, we, we would never have met. Um, but two, I give you credit because you still pursued a love, not pursued, but you still, you still maintained a love for aviation. You could have cowered. You could have said, I'm not going to be a plane guy. I'm going to be a train guy or I'm going to be a driving, you know? So, you know, I, I, I respect, I respect, I've always respected your aviation knowledge and your love for it, but you went up a notch in my book, kid. I'm almost positive. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But I'm almost positive that that was, that the, after the, the flight, I spoke to the pilot and he explained to me what was going on. And, and it was like, what, is it an air pocket or? Well, but it was an air pocket created by a plane. So gotcha. like, yeah, because usually air pockets you're getting when you're in, in already cruising. Right. So this was just, you know, a plane had probably taken off a little too quickly before we did, or we took off a little too quickly after a plane did. And we just uh, caught in like a, you know, rough air, rough air, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And um, and he said like planes are built to to deal with that. Like that's what they're right. made for. That's right, what you right. got. This is your PSA. Turbulence is made for the plane. The plane is doing what it's designed to do. Wow. If there was no turbulence, you would have many more plane crashes. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Wow. You know, that, reminds, that kind of is like almost a year after or a little more than a year after our radar, our radar PSA. So that's a nice. Yeah, and it's important. People need to understand, like, when a plane, you know, kind of does that turbulence thing, all it's doing is riding waves like it's supposed to. And if it doesn't ride that huh. wave, it's going to end up getting destroyed Fuck. by the wave. Man, that is brilliant. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, we, so we did have a little air pocket there. That reminds me of another time, though, the worst one I ever had. It wasn't the worst I had the, this time. The worst I had was when I was flying to Houston with my dad. And we had, like, it was going to be rough because there was, like, a hurricane in the Gulf. And we had really bad turbulence to the point, like, my dad is very stoic. But even he grabbed, like, the seat. And it was, like, because we had the air pocket. You heard, like, people, like, it was nighttime, so you really couldn't see it. Like, people were screaming. I was like, holy fuck. And you don't want to hear people screaming on a plane. No, that is not no, hurting no. noise on a plane. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about this time around because I was like, you know what? Honestly, at that when when we did have a little thing, there was a part of me that said, you know, what? with all the shit going on in the world, I'm kind of cool with this shit going down right now, you know. But I didn't want to deal with like the people screaming. 
I get it. That's my scary thing. And I was in first class. I would have been, I would have been, you know, passenger number one to go. Well, as you were glad that I survived, I am glad that you survived. That'd be a lot more traumatic for you if I didn't survive because you know me. I knew you at the time. Yeah. I want you to become a pilot if that was the case. If that ever happens to me. Hold on a second. My mom is FaceTiming me. Let me see what she has. All right. Mothers. Gotta love them. I guess. Gotta love them. I do love Deb. Yep, Deb is great. Uh, Debbie Kugler. Yeah, she. Uh, she's crazy. Anyway, so what are we talking about here? Uh, well, listen. Uh, this is your program, so you, you you lead us off. You tell us where we're going to start, and uh, well, I mean, I think we have to follow your lead. I, I think we have to start with the fact that um, that Donald Trump as of January 20th is 100 million thousand gabillion percent not going to be president of the United States anymore. So talk, I have my take, but I want you to go first. Okay. So here's my, tell us what happened. What happened. People right. have been, first things first, something, we might have a listener who might've just resurfaced. We so, want to be equal opportunity. It could be somebody from hollow earth. Let me just paint a picture for you. Yeah, please do. Last Tuesday, November 3rd, uh, Tall, myself, and a couple others were on a FaceTime together as the 2020 election results were pouring in over Fox News, as you would expect from people who are politically astute. So we're sitting there, and I would say the time is probably around 9, 9.30, and we're feeling pretty good about the way things are going for Donald J. Trump. You know, really good. We, we see the returns coming in, and we think, especially in Florida, like, Miami. Damn, if this is how he's if this is how he's performing in Miami and other places, then he's You even said something once with I don't know if it was the Miami comment or if it was something else, but you had made a comment. You said if he's performing that well, it's over. Was it Miami? I don't know if it, it was, was Miami. It was something though. It was something. I don't know, but we were all feeling it. We all thought that it was... That I was dancing, I was singing, Donald Trump. We were, we were laughing. We were like, we were just feeling like, I don't know why. It was just, we weren't expecting it. And when, it, and when the numbers were pouring in for him early, it was just like, okay. We were following the betting lines. Yeah, the, right. The, the Vegas odds were going up, up, up. Crazy. It was just, you know, so everybody, everybody was feeling it. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, then, then things took a turn. I think it was when uh, the moment for me personally was when Fox put shame on them called Arizona. That's probably when I was like, shame, yeah, I on, them my face being, shame on them for being right or shame on them for calling it early. Well, you could call it early all they want. They backed it up with their data, apparently. So that was my moment. But. And they stand by that call. So do you have you declared a winner yet? Oh, yeah. I declared a winner on Wednesday. Who is that? Uh, Joseph R. Biden. You know that, what the R stands for, by the way? It's something ridiculous. Ridiculous. Robinette. Yeah, Robinette. Yeah. Yeah. So just, I'll tell you something. If that middle name was in there, he loses that election. No wonder it's Joseph R. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm listening. At the end of the day... I haven't, you know, 
I'm not declaring a winner until all votes are counted. I know where this is headed. You know, it might not look good for Don. But at the end of the day, I'm proud of Donald Trump. You're uh, proud of seven, him. Are, are you proud of him for making a mockery of a legitimate election that he lost in? Like, do you think that he – why does he oh. have an inability to admit what defeat? What are you talking about? Like, the, the vote. I, well, why should he admit defeat right now? Why should he be the first person to not concede? Because this is the first time that we've had this many votes. This is the first time we had this many mail-in votes. This is the first time we had this many allegations. Of I'm not saying it's going to overturn, but we have until December. You even 15th. have this one. You even have this one. This one USPS worker. I, you know what it is to recant. Victims recant all the time. You go to somebody with some money and you say, "Hey, recant." You, I, it, it happens. You call victim. I mean, these things happen. People recant their testimony. There was probably somebody from the DNC or MSN or Biden. They came and they talked. They probably gave him some money. So why didn't why didn't anybody from the Trump Trump team give him money if that's all it took? Because that's not what we're all about. Oh, we don't okay. want to pay people off. Right. It's, a, we, 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 it's all about being it's integrity. Let me tell you something. You are yeah. living. You are living in an unhealthy space right now, um, and I'm concerned for your well being because you used to love America and all she stood for. And now you're just you're looking at making our election system a mockery, and the well, world is I, I, I never, the world first is off, looking I'm, at us and laughing. Well, first off, this is the first part time I've ever been offended by something you've said. Uh, I still love America, and I love America, and the reason I, and I love the reason I love America is the reason I want every legal vote to be counted, and I see nothing wrong with that. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden. You talk about unifying the fucking country. You should want every legal book too, because you know what? Maybe you win by more. You know what? Like, what are you hiding, Joe? What are you hiding, Joe? Come on, man. But don't you so, think every legal vote? I don't think nothing. Don't think I don't every legal vote is going to be counted in due time. I just don't. I, I just don't want there to be. Why are we living in a country? My biggest problem is I know that the results are not going to be overturned. I've told everyone that. My problem is why are we accepting the fact? That this is more about and Don, this is what Don's done for the last four years: exposing corruption, exposing fraud. There is no corruption. There is no all corruption. I'm, all I'm saying is, why are we why are we okay with dead people voting? Why are we okay with double voting? There are it's all about, five but, dead but, people voting. Allowing it? Five dead people voted, and then the FBI will investigate, and those I, people, listen, those this, people just, will go to jail. It's 2020, Pud. You know, we should be able to, we want, listen, I, I think that it's awesome that we had this kind of turnout, regardless of who you voted for. I think I, I have an opinion on that later, but regardless of, I think voter turnout is amazing. We've been wanting to push up voter turnout for years, but now we see as a country, it, we have three fucking, we have, we have the fucking state of Alaska pending, still multiple states, and it's 2020, and with this turnout, we can't manage it. So we need to identify whether it's through, the, through what we discover in the courts, what went on, or however, identify how we're going to be able to do this in the future. Because listen, it seems like with the media the way it is, we're going to get that turnout a lot of times just because this country is so polarized. The media, the makes, their, the, the, the media makes their election calls based on data from secretaries of state offices across I'm not talking about election calls. No, and I'm talking no, and I'm telling you that there's nothing nefarious here. That not, that the election well, basically Sounds like you're you're trying to protect somebody. No, I'm trying to tell you that by undermining our election and allowing I'm Donald not undermining our election. I'm not undermining our election. You are. No, I'm just saying, hey, that, let's just look into everybody, this. Everybody 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 listen. Donald Trump is 
a petulant child, and we've known that forever. I haven't. He was never going to... um, We knew that he was never going to accept defeat um, willingly. You know what? But give me a fucking break. These people haven't accepted defeat for four fucking years. Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden don't concede under any circumstances. I I, I am not... I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I think it's actually more of a chess move by Don to say... I think Don knows he's going to fucking concede. But I think he wants to show how hypocritical these people are. They went through this whole fucking thing. You He's not showing idiot. anybody how hypocritical they are. Nobody gives a shit. What- <coughs> you got- oh. <coughs> Nobody gives That's- a shit what Donald Trump has to say. Because- I do. Uh, 70, 70, 71 million people give a shit what Donald Trump has to say. I understand, but not about oh. this. Minus one, because you're one of them, but... Not about this. Uh, eventually, people are going to realize that he's, he's just a child. That what you know, Michael Cohen. I, I hate the fact that the media is given Michael Cohen and Scaramucci and all these yeah. people. Talking. All these former foes. Yeah, but I, I saw. But you know, Michael Cohen is convinced that Donald Trump leaves for Mar-a-Lago on New Year's and doesn't return to D.C. Um, wait, 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 I, I, this is the first I'm hearing about. What's that? No, he was just he was just um, predicting that Donald Trump would go to Mar-a-Lago for New Year's. And never come back to DC. And never come back to DC. So he doesn't have to deal with. Yeah, the so he doesn't have to deal with the transition, and he doesn't have to deal with the inauguration and everything else. Yeah. And that would fit Donald Trump's mo. He would be yeah. the first president to not. That I would have a little bit of. I, I'd be a little bit more miffed at. Oh, oh, that would do it for you. Not do it. Nothing, nothing would do it for me. Uh, but that I just be like, come on, think, Don. Let's let's talk this that, out. You don't think the fact that uh, the current president of the United States isn't man enough to sit by his? No, I think it's a problem. No, I don't right, like that. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It shouldn't be a problem. It do it. It's a qualifier because it says who he really is as a person. That's who he, he doesn't care about the country. He cares well, about. Well, I don't. I don't. Agree. That I don't know. See that I don't agree with. Prove me wrong, Don. It's time. It's time to make the call. Look, I think he's, I think he's doing a lot of things. He needs to focus on Georgia. He needs to be a cheerleader for Kelly Loeffler and David. He will. He will. The Republicans should have pushed him away. That's 75 million voices. They're not pushing him. Nobody's pushing him away. But he, well, how it seems he like people away? want to. Who? You're, you're parroting the media. Fuck the media. Yeah, but you're parroting the media. You're telling me that 71 million. So who? Tell me what Republicans are pushing him away. All I'm trying no. to say. All I'm trying to People say like, to you. You got established. They don't want him. Everyone I'm talking to all these groups. They always got to move on. Like I don't want him back in 2024. Why not? Why don't you want him back in 2024? Because he lost. He won the most votes ever by a Republican president. It's a time Republican to. Will never get near that. A Republican will never get near that many votes uh, ever again. They'll never get minority votes. They, they he's tapped into something. Good, you admitted it. Good. Let's he's, let's nominate a 78 year old who couldn't win re-election. The first incumbent since George H W Bush to not <laughs> right. win re-election. After after a after a media overblown virus the year before. And no president was handed the, the deck of cards that this man had ten months leading up to the he election. He could have handled the COVID. He, he could uh, even so you so you played a fucking Congress. You ask any other president. Ask, any other president. We spent the entire time with Congress and everyone was saying, well, we could have had a plan from December to fucking February. They're parading a fucking impeachment over a goddamn fake guy. He's taking the president a of the United States. He could, he, could walk and chew gum. he could walk and chew gum at the same time. He. I'm just. 
any other president would say you play with the cards you're dealt. So he was yeah. dealt a COVID hand, and he chose yeah. to not deal with you know it. Who the dealer, you, know who the, you know who the dealer was? George Soros. That's who the dealer was. Well, the dealer won. Well, he did, yeah, yeah. Usually that happens when, they, when you have the fucking deep state. Listen, this was more of a referendum, though, on Orange Man Bad. This had nothing to do with Republican policies, as we saw their successful down ballot. They gained more. So you'll talk more about that stuff, because you know, you're knowledgeable about it. But I will say, when I talk to people, and they tell me, and this is the last thing I'm going to fucking say about it. I, I, I've been saying it all week, and I'm fucking tired of it. But when I talk to people, and they tell me, oh, it was, the, it was his brashness that pushed me away or pushed my this way. No, 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 no. It wasn't his brashness. It was the media's interpretation of, this, of his brashness that painted this picture that this guy's a fucking monster. The fact that people think that we live in some sort of authoritarian regime, that's the real privilege in this world. There is no white privilege. It's, it's a liberal work mind that they've made themselves these victims. And you know what? It's disgusting. And, that's, and when I was walking to D.C., that's why I was upset. Because I felt like I wasn't walking in my own country. I was walking in a country of hate. And I, I hope and pray that he's back in 2024. Uh, I'll support any Republican candidate because I, 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 well, that's what I do. However, I think that, I think maybe he comes away for a little bit. Maybe he comes, maybe he changes it up. Who knows? But I want to put, I want to put a basil Don. I love him. I thank him for his service. And I ask our educators that listen, I ask, don't smear this man in your classrooms. You know, let people know this man was a patriot. Let him know what it was all about because I don't want my, you know, I'm going to tell my kids what this guy was all about. This is a guy that truly loved America, truly loved, uh, uh, you know, his citizen. He loved everybody. Uh, it, there's, there's so much energy around him when he did the last few months. I just want to say, Don, I know you're listening. You're my guy. And you always will be. And I don't care who, you know, defriends me for saying it. Probably defriended me by now already. But you know what? I go to bat for him. That's my guy. I told my mom, that's my JFK. She had JFK, I had Donald Trump. You go to bat for a one-term president that can't even accept defeat. JFK was, JFK was a one-term president. You want to go there? I'm just saying, someone intervened. COVID intervened here. They intervened? And it was under control, so yeah, intervened. So. Anyway, back to what you were alluding to a little bit. Let's go to the down-ballot races. Yes. So, um, like you kind of said, the Republicans performed really well down ballot, um, including state legislatures, which if people don't realize, this is a census year, which means that state legislatures are extremely important because they get to redraw House districts for right. the upcoming decade. So um, the Republicans maintain majority in, in um, their majorities in a majority of state legislatures and picked up a couple of state houses, I believe. Uh, and then if you, when you move to the federal level, right now, let me just give you a, a little breakdown. Please do. In the House, we're standing at 215 to 201 Republican, 215 Democrats, 201 Republican seats, okay? That's a net gain of six seats for the Republicans when most forecasters were predicting that they would lose between 12 and 15. It's amazing. Pretty amazing. Let uh, me ask you two things. I want to ask you, a few, I mean, you, you, know, you know this stuff. So this is, you know, I want to pick your brain. 
So where do things stand now? I know because the, you know his House elections are staggered. So what is up for grabs in 2022, and how possible is it to get a majority of the House? Of the House. Well, everything's up in 2022 because all House seats are up every two years. Okay. So going back to early civics now. Um, oh, I thought. Oh, fuck! Every House seats up. Every- 400, all 435 of them. Oh, there wasn't any house elections this. Well, then why were they, were these the special elections this year? No, they were. It's every two years, 2018. Oh, so every house. Oh, so every there was every house election this year. Every two years. Forever. I didn't realize that. Wow. All right, my bad. That's why we have you. You're a lawyer. Yeah. No, my bad. Fuck. I don't think that's more of a lawyer. I, I was well, Senate is every two years as well, every four years. Six years. But it's six years for right that okay, so that was a staggered one. It's staggered every every two years, so like, you know, there are senate races every two years as well, but whatever. So, anyway, so in 2022, you have, um, uh, let's see. 34 Senate seats up, consisting of 12 Democrats and 22 Republicans. And that includes places like Florida, uh, South Carolina, so that's Tim Scott. But then you're also going to have competitive races in places like uh, Arizona, Nevada, um, not Illinois, New Hampshire is always... Uh, a hotly contested Senate seat. And yeah, so, you know, I, I, I think Republicans have a decent opportunity to hold serve and possibly gain a few seats in 2022 in the Senate. And the House, you know, listen, the House is all going to depend on on how Joe Biden does his first two years. Um the one thing that he's going to have going for him right off the bat is that he's going to be inheriting a fairly strong economy that's on the rebound. Mm-hmm. So, Thanks to what? Thanks to thanks to the resilience of Americans. Okay. Um, no, I, no, I'm not going to give Donald Trump credit for it because he could have handled it differently. Like I said. The fortitude of Americans is what is getting us past this hump and Joe Biden is going to inherit it and it's going to be his, his to lose. Right. Well, regardless of what happens is the first years of Joe Biden, we all know that the media is going to, is going to depict it as, you know, uh, you know, that he's a significant triumph, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we know about what the media has to say. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that's what it's going to be. I understand. Um, so, you know, I, I think for Republicans, they need to, number one, they need to focus on Georgia. Like I mentioned before, Kelly Loeffler, David Perdue. If you feel like being a political contributor, go ahead and donate to their campaigns. Even $5 helps. Uh, you could tell that the Republican um, opposition machine is kind of working in overtime for Warnock now. Obviously, the guy has some skeletons in his closet. Where did he come from? He's a, you know, he's a pastor. 
reverend. Oh, okay. That's he was a reverend. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Oh, so he's probably got a big. He's probably got a good uh, ground game. Yeah. No. He's you know he, he but like so many um, left leaning pastors and reverends, he's you know held pretty contemptuous views on Israel. Uh, right. And he apparently ran his wife's foot over in a domestic incident uh, that there was a police report filed for. Do you think they're going to believe her? Or no? I don't think that she'll, I don't think it matters. Right. I don't know right. what the story is with her. I don't know if she's. Well, even if it came out, we usually don't, we only believe women. We, only, we don't believe those women. Right. Right. I do believe a woman that I heard on the radio today, Amy Coney Barrett. Oh yeah, what'd she say? What's she what's she got going on? No, she was just uh, participating in uh, oral arguments over uh, Obamacare. How did she sound? Uh, she sounded nice. You know, uh, she got a she got a real midwestern kind of feel. Slang. I feel yeah. Um. I have another question unrelated to what we were talking about, but it's been in my head. But I wanted to talk to you about polls. Is it safe to say that the majority of polls now have become suppression polls or are, are acting to be suppression polls? It didn't work, but that's what their intent is. It did work, I, I would argue. Like, do you think some Republicans stayed home over those? I'd be shocked, A, if they didn't stay home because of them. Wow. And the fact that, you know, Donald Trump brought it up today in his one good tweet that I thought he had today. You know, the fact that pollsters, you know, there were pollsters that had him down 17 in Wisconsin the day before yeah. the election. I mean, if you're a Wisconsin voter, even if you love Donald Trump, there has to be at least a few of you who, who woke up in the morning and said, eh, this shit's over. Right. What about, and, and the thing is that they're also wrong on the down ballot elections too. Very much so. Susan Collins was behind in every single poll conducted, and she yeah. ended up winning by eight. Same thing with the, uh, the Cal Cunningham and Tom Tillis. We they saw that one. Well, that one was probably really the closest one out of all of them. Right. But like gotcha. Jamie Harrison in South Carolina, literally had zero chance of beating Lindsey Graham. Right, and, and and I remember there were you were you, there were poll, I remember there was polls you were sending me with what back in the, over the summer like earlier that they had him fucking leading sometimes. And that's the point. Like he was never truly leading in that race. He never. So what? What's the? Like how do we grab. fix that? Yeah, but like, is there any is there any accountability? Like, is what if they're doing this? They're intentionally. Amy uh, McGrath. Is, Amy McGrath raised eighty eight million dollars to unseat Mitch McConnell, and I think she lost by fifteen. Amazing. Well, and fucking, that's give it up to Rex Chapman. Yeah, good job. What's he up to, by the way? Is he blocked by him? Has he been tweeting or has he relapsed? I bet you Raphael Warnock could have used that 90 million. Yeah, but you hear him? Did he relapse? Uh, not that I know of. I took him off my political list because I couldn't listen to him anymore. He was on your political list? Yeah, because I have accounts on there that tweet things that I like besides politics because that's the list that I'm on most of the time. Gotcha. So, like, I'll put, like, random accounts like that, like Uber facts and shit like that, like, just random things gotcha. that I want to see. Right, right, right. Um, I haven't yeah, been on my I home mean, timeline on Twitter in years. Oh, I'm always on the home timeline. Um, so, 
is there any ramifications? Like, this is obviously election interference on behalf of these polling companies. Is there... There will be no ramifications. No, but I'm saying, can there ever be? Like, why are we not holding yeah. these people accountable? Like, yes. why, do we, it's United, why should we let this happen? I'll tell you how there could be ramifications. These supposed media companies mm -hmm. should 100% put a moratorium on any poll spending until pollsters can verifiably show us that their results that they're producing are at least somewhat correct. I'd like to get him up. Maybe the Senate will call him into the Judiciary Committee or, or some investigation. Maybe get him up. I would like to hear. I would like to. I don't know anything about how the process works. I've never been called, you know, but it's like, I, I just, it, it, there's something going on, man. And that's my biggest problem. I just would like everything. Like, why can't we just be, it's a 20, it's 20 fucking 20. You know, let's just get our shit there. Fucking Alaska's not even called yet. Like, why the fuck you not? I know it's not going to change anything, but I'm just saying in general, the fact that we can't fucking call a state with three electoral votes or five, whatever it is, is fucking crazy. Yeah, listen, we're also waiting. The Senate race there, too. I was just about to say, we're also waiting for Dan Sullivan to be called. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. It's like, that's my problem. At the end of the day, my problem is that. But I, I'm, I'm in the anger phase of my depression, for the Trump, my Trump depression. Obviously, as you can tell, the listeners can tell. Uh, but I'm angry at the media. I'm angry at big tech. I hate big tech. I'm angry at big pharma for the announcement by Pfizer on Monday. I think that was election interference. I'm angry at the pollsters. And I'm angry at the people that are too small-minded. What are you talking about? Well, why didn't they announce it before the election? We everyone's been waiting for a fucking imagine why. I can't imagine why they didn't. Because they know that Donald Trump would win. That's exactly why. Do you think that there's anything else that goes into it? I didn't think, no, I just know that's the you only think the thing fact that, that Do you think the fact of the matter that this vaccine is going to need to be stored at negative 200 that's the, degrees Fahrenheit? The fact, the fact that they announced it the Monday, the Monday after the if you can't tell me that the fact they announced it the Monday after election is not eyebrow raising, then you know what? You might need to look yourself in the mirror. No. So, I mean, it's crazy. It's obvious that's what the reason was. Because if they announce it, Trump wins. Yeah, and Joe Biden, Joe Biden should be asked, I'm sure he won't be, why he would be okay no. taking this vaccine. Yeah, well, he's going to be asked what his favorite ice cream flavor is again, I'm sure. Or if Nancy's going to let him, you know, use her ice cream stash, you know. You know. Oh, man. I want to thank you for being a friend last week. You were handling it much better last week. Yeah. No. The anger phase is always bad. You were, I mean, you were like, you were pretty much moved on at one point last week. Yeah. Like you said, like he should concede, basically. I don't know, but. And then you started listening to propaganda, and here we are. You are, you're literally somebody, and this, it's because it's in your blood. You are, you are the, the, one of the Germans just standing in the crowd cheering on Hitler. Censor that. Censor that. Cut that out. You can't. It's really, it's really bad. 
man, I would never do that. Oh, are you comparing Trump to Hitler? What? Shame on you. That's you not what I was doing at all, actually. Okay. okay. Oh, man. Listen Come back on. to that context. It had nothing to do with Donald Trump. It had everything to oh, do with you. I know. I know. I know. I know. But, fuck, we're going to have to. All right. That's fine. That's going to be one we're going to have to explain one day. But What are you talking about? Well, when we with our plans running for office, you know, there's a book <laughs> written about it. No, I know, but the fact that I would be one, I, the German of me would be the one standing at a Hitler rally is something that that's going to be one you're going to deal with. It was. I'm not going to. I'm not going to answer those questions. I'm not going to answer those questions. That's what you'll pay me for. Yeah, that's going to. You're going to have to deal with that one. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. One more thing on the elections. I, I will say this. What blew my mind, I know we talked about Miami and, you know, my city, you know, putting their, putting it on for Donald Trump. And they're the best fucking city in the world. I love Miami. Uh, but besides the point, they did fuck up. We elected. We're now, I'm now have uh, another thing in common with you, of the many, a socialist mayor. Well, yours is a different kind of socialist. And it's a whole county. Like, it affects everyone. Every, well, I mean, New York City's pretty fucking large. Well, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's, that's why I see if, if it was like the city of Miami, it'd be one thing. But it's like, this is... Technically, that's New York I'm, City is five counties. Just like no, 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 I know. No, no, I'm with you. But I'm saying if it was the city of Miami, it would have... Well, I, I live in the city of Miami, but, you know, it would have less of an impact as my taxes. Like, I wouldn't have... Yeah, I have Coral Gate, like, all so, that stuff. The thing that was so shocking about it was is that it just didn't really comport with the rest of it the results. It, like, it didn't comport with the rest. Donna Shalala yeah. and Debbie Marcusel Powers losing um, after, you know, one term Amazing. in office was pretty shocking. Shocking. No, and, and, and that guy Bobo, like Trump even made a comment in the Opelaka because he spoke at the thing. And he, he goes, hey, this guy Bobo is more popular than I am down here. Like everyone loved Bobo. Like I knew him from, I knew him because he was in the, involved with the police stuff when I was a prosecutor. So I knew of his name. Very big in that department. Like I was shocked. And uh, so that's something that we have to keep my eye on that, bud. I'm going to need your help. Really, I don't know much about this Lakava lady, except that she's a socialist. Uh, so I'm going to need you to know what I, I... I didn't even yeah. hear about her. She's, so she's really, I mean, believe it or not, like it is like the private legal community supports her a lot. Like the stuff I like, the Coral Gable, she has a lot of like big money supports. Like when I'm driving around, it's like down there, the big house, it's her always. I saw a lot of Kava stuff. They really had a good team. She's basically going to be like the Obama of Miami. It's the first Democratic mayor in 20 years here since Alex, uh, since Alex Pinellas. It's fucking Alex Pinellas. Really? Yeah. And he ran again this time. I was watching a documentary about the recount, how Al Gore pretty much ended Alex Pinellas' career. I guess he blamed them for a lot of the stuff, how it went down here in Miami. And ever since then, Alex Pinellas has never been able to run, win a public office. Never even heard that name. You never know Alex Pinellas? Well, I, I guess you wouldn't have really. I mean, I knew him. I knew him because he would always be around during the hurricanes when I was younger. But you probably because you guys don't get champ. You don't get Miami when in Boca. You would get the Palm Beach stuff, right? Yeah, interesting. I never knew that. Um, so yeah, that's where that. Let's uh, let's move on. All right, well, listen, it's already 7 o'clock. Why don't we get Papa yeah. on the line? Let's get Papa. Let's do a real quick. Uh, Jets yesterday stuck to the tank. 
Steph made an interesting Curry. good game. Good game, worth worth. Hey, you, for. if you're the if you're the New York Jets, do you keep Joe Flacco as a backup next year, like for the rookie? You look, I mean, I think Joe Flacco Listen, proved that he could be a good show. backup. You're to play the Patriots again, so. Well, yeah, but I, oh, you might win one, yeah. You know, so I'm I'm yeah, not. The Pats sure. are good. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I do like that idea. I do like that idea. What's your take uh, on Justin Fields? He's a vegan. I don't like him. What about I don't know. football acumen? He's a damn good football player. Um, I kind of like the guy from like, BYU. Like, outside of Trevor Lawrence, my favorite quarterback is the BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. I really like him. And then there's the other guy that people like in North Dakota State, Trey Lance. I'm sure you guys are talking about him. I, he's only played one season. He was doing really well, but – to me, it's like the Carson Wentz. Like, or, you know, I, well, Carson Wentz won there. But to me, it's like Josh Allen, for example, went to Wyoming. I always say that if you play at one of those small schools, for example, you should do – you should win the, whatever the highest thing you can win at that level. I want to see you win it. Like, for example, like Mackenzie Milton. Like, listen, the guy, Mackenzie Milton, even though he had the injury, I would love Mackenzie Milton on my team because he did pretty much the highest – he led UCF to the highest possibility they probably could do. You know, they never realistically win a national championship. So when I see that you're like a one – I mean, he's athletic. So this guy might be a little different. So it's not fair. This guy, Trey Lance, is a little funky, but that's my point. I Like Josh Allen, that's why I don't think he does so – you see him in the playoffs. That's just not – like he's never had that moment, like those moment games. So uh, that's crazy. So that, that's my one thing. But Justin Fields, yeah, he, I, I just think he's a good college player. But I like Zach Wilson more. But it's just a preference thing to me. And the vegan thing I think is weird for a quarter – like – I know that's a new thing for athletes to be vegans and stuff, but I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just picking at straws. Why? You like them? Or is that like just in case you don't get no, it? I just wanted your take on it. Yeah. No, I, I need to just why, wait, If you watch him, I watch a lot of Ohio State. He's one of my friends down here is an Ohio State fan, and I love watching him. He's a fun player to watch. Um, but, um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is obviously the guy. But what Zach Wilson? That guy's – you might like Zach Wilson, but he's going to – Zach, you know, everyone makes the, the shot up. No one's going to shoot up over Trevor Lawrence, like, unless maybe he gets hurt like, drastically. But Zach Wilson could be that guy. I don't know if I like that idea for the Jets. I need a proven commodity. No, no, that's fair. No, 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 no. I'm not saying your guy. I'm just saying, like, Trump, yeah, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I'd want a proven commodity, too. And speaking about proven commodities, I mean, how great did Tua look on Sunday, bud? Huh? You got to give it to him. I don't know. Oh, you didn't watch even the highlights? I, I oh, honestly well. didn't. I looked to see if the game was on, but it wasn't on. So I it, was, was, it, was the, it was the best game of the day, 34-31, back and forth. Kyler Murray's great, a good battle, and Tua led us to a come-from-behind win. Some moxie, no turnovers, smart decisions, moved the Hip looks good to me, you know, uh, but look at me, his touch, but his touch, amazing. And the and the puka shells, they, I, I might never lose a game in those puka shells. But I might never lose a game in those puka shells. See, that's when I hate you. Just saying, that's, your puka shells. That's when I hate you so much. I know. Let's call Papa, huh? He's always good. He's always good with uh, with bringing us back together, huh? One day we're gonna be irreconcilable. No, how? You're going to drive me to the brink. I would never do that. I almost said that to you at midlife, even though I think you overreacted. I was not that mean. 
I walked out of an NFL stadium because of you. I know. But I wasn't mean. I didn't say anything to you. I was just like, I think you were just mad that I was laughing. We had a lot of laughs. It was a funny game. I mean, it was just, that was one of the funniest games of all time. You're really just not a nice person when, during football season. For somebody who, who talks about tremendous love, I don't feel it during football season. But we're rivals. Not, at the time, I'm, we're not getting an answer from Papa. How about that, huh? Uh, I, I don't know. He's probably maybe eating dinner or something, maybe talking to Sophie. I don't know. Should we call my grandma? You could try. She'll answer. And then get ready for the Bible. You know we need it. Can you hear? Yeah. No tremendous love anywhere, it seems. Seems like we are out of luck. We're orphans. Man. We have each other. And you know who else we have? We need that, Nick. No, never mind. Those are voicemails. She has the worst voicemail because it's a pause before she said something, so you don't know. That's a, I mean, it's just her saying her name. Right, and then, like, what about the, like, people just, hello? Yeah, I hate it. Oh, my God, I hate Oh, Steve Kirsch calling back. He knows. You are live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, where, where are you right now? Uh, where are you situated? Desk. At your desk? Yeah, I'm working. What do you got? Doing research on properties. What kind of properties? Did you know that I'm in real estate. Yes, I knew you were in real estate. Yeah, what kind of question is that? I'm working with some clients. Love that. Some research. You look great right now. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, we're, we're you know. I'm not watching Fox News. I feel much better. Yeah, I got OAN on right now myself. Um. Oh, and now my grandma's calling me. Look at oh, we, we look good to her as a <laughs> we're going to her as a backup. Um. So I just want to let you know what transpired on the show. Okay. So your son, your 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 your, your younger son, mm-hmm. has called the election for Joe Biden. Uh huh. Your older son has said, "While that's likely, I'm not prepared to call it until all legal votes are counted." Mm-hmm. So that's where things stand. As opposed to all votes. All votes, yes. Right. You're making the distinction between legal votes and illegal votes. Correct. As we all should be doing. Probably. It, it seems to me that people are just so um, interested in moving on. Like, you know, you, you listen to um, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. You know, who, who's a fucking moron. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, she says... Suck it up. Like, what the fuck has been going on the last four years? You know, you listen to uh, Hillary Clinton, who was telling Joe Biden four weeks ago, under no circumstances do you... Um, Concede. 
under no circumstances do you concede. Uh, concede. Yeah. Concede. And uh, then you have, you know, other left. I am my father's son, by the way. Yeah. I said, I said the same thing. And your grand, and your grandfather's grandson. It is very, very unlikely. Exactly. That the um, that the results of the election will be overturned. Correct. However, having said that, I think it is very important for seventy two million plus people who voted for Donald Trump to have the confidence. You're saying the exact same thing I said. I love why, it. Why why have their vote counted? And if Joe Biden wins by four or five million votes, which represent the vote that he got in California, then so be it. Then so be it. What were you saying, Brian? But Sorry. But, Look. but don't bullshit me. Yeah. And tell me that it's time to move on. Thank you very much. Because these people haven't been able to move on since 2016. Thank and even went to take down the president um, in, in an illegal counterintelligence investigation. Talk I about, fucking love Talk about moving I, on. I fucking love you. I fucking I, you I fucking I, love I'm, you. I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. And I'm not telling you anything that my younger son doesn't know. He wants to move forward. We all want to move forward, but we want it done the right way. There's nothing I mean, is there anything wrong with that? Well, I think I, I think my younger son's issue is that Donald Trump is um, is not helping the situation at all? Right. His rhetoric, you know, is uh, is reprehensible. It most of the time is, and um, the bottom line is, so that come January twentieth at twelve p.m., whoever the president is, there's going to be a peace, peaceful transition, and exactly. that's it. Exactly, and, and um, well, the media is gonna is gonna depict it as, as not, but we know that. Well, you know, we, we can also stipulate one other thing in this conversation, and that is that the media is the enemy of the United States of America. It's the biggest threat to our republic uh, since the Cold War. No doubt, and 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 when I say that the United States media is is less free than Pravda. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. No. I really believe that. No, no. So, um, I know Brian's probably throwing up now. Yeah, he's, he, was, he wasn't happy, but he's, he was going to say something. I hate something. the media. I've always said that. What are you talking about? No, no, no. no. I think mean, he was talking about just in general on, his, on what he's been pontificating. If I get one more text message from yeah, Donald Trump asking for money. Of course. And he's not the only one that feels his way. I think it would be better for the country to move on. But let's make sure that all of the legal votes are counted. And if Joe Biden is going to be president-elect on December fifteenth, when the um, uh, when the electoral college votes, he's not president-elect technically right now. Right. When the electoral college votes and Whoa. makes him president-elect, then I will. Admit that, and I will move forward. But for the most part, I have already. Moved. And right now on, on OIN, they're saying over 10,000 dead people voted in Michigan. Fraud probe underway. Analysts five find 9.5 thousand Michigan voters officially dead. 2,000 over 100 years old or more. More voters aren't real people. I right. Mean, so what they're crazy. doing is what they're doing is when the government sent out checks last year for 
$1,200 to all American citizens. Yeah. They sent out over a million to dead people. Crazy. So is it possible that a few hundred thousand people who have already died have voted? No. They didn't vote no. for the grave. Somebody had to no. submit the vote in their name. It's right. not possible. A, I, think, I mean, it is possible. It's not possible. Well, you know what? We, that's the reason we got to investigate is we want to make sure regardless if it's one. Just because their names are on, just because a dead person's name is on voter rolls doesn't mean that they actually cast a ballot. You know what? We should want to investigate. And the quicker that people calm themselves down. Exactly. But I will say this. You're sore losers. If by chance the Trump campaign prevails in any of their legal. They won't motions and this thing ends up in the supreme court of the united states it won't i, I want to admonish conservatives to keep their powder dry because it's highly unlikely that the supreme court will overturn all of these election results this is not florida in 2000 right, right. when there were 538 votes separating the right uh, no that's fair we know that we know that let me ask you this hypothetically if that happened what would happen Well, you know, Counselor, I don't like to speak in hypotheticals. I know. <laughs> but what would you anticipate happening in this country if that were to happen? I'm leaving. Oh, I think the left would burn it down. Yeah. I think it would burn and, it down. And that's the reason why I think the Supreme Court would have to weigh, of course, their decision very carefully on the legalities, but they also would have to weigh their decision on the realities. Right, 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 right. Uh, last question for you. Well, one more thing. Uh, Tua looked incredible, huh? Tua looked great, yes. Yeah. All right, thank you. It's a very exciting time it's for the AFC. AFC without a doubt. Without, I mean, I hope, I know I say it, I might hate, I hope the Jets get Trevor Lawrence because it's good for the rival. It's good for us. It's good for the NFL. You know, that's a great rivalry. That would be such an amazing thing to watch for the next 15, 20 years. It would be incredible. And I, and I intend to watch every one of them with you. Yeah, it, it would be incredible. The game last night was an incredible game. That was nice. That was a fun game. It was a fun game. And that's only – and by the way, the Jets had 10 rookies playing in yeah. the game last I night. Told, I asked this and to – And a bunch of them, um, you know, they um, – they came out of it okay. What do you think about this? I, I asked this to Brian. I said, you know, I don't think it's such a bad idea to have Joe Flacco as your backup, your veteran backup to whatever rookie you draft. Uh, listen, Flacco looked really good. He looked capable. Three quarters. Yeah, he looked capable. He looked, I mean, he, he, he put some, that, that pass that he threw to Perryman, uh, that looked like he was throwing it in the 2011 season. No, Jamison yeah. Crowder. So, you know, it was, yeah, it was, I, I don't know if it was yeah, I think it was Perriman. The touchdown? There were two. Perriman and... No, Perriman had two touchdowns. It was not... Crowder did not have a touchdown. Yeah, he did. I don't think he did. Did he? Yes. I know Perriman had two touchdowns. Perriman had two touchdowns. Um, all right. What, what I was saying is I think it's going to be very interesting if the Jets are 0-15 going up to Foxborough week uh, 19, uh, week 17, uh, and, you know, they need that one loss, you know, 
last night the Jets players came off the field, they were pissed off. They lost to that game. Yeah, because at the end of the day, listen, I mean, you know, somebody said on the radio today, the players aren't tanking. These guys, a lot of these players don't even – they don't give a fuck about Trevor Lawrence. They might not be on the fucking team. That's exactly right. They, you know? They're professionals, and they're going to give it their all. I think the big takeaway last night for me from a team standpoint was that the team is not tanking, and uh, they're seemingly playing for Adam Gase. Which you know, maybe, maybe they're which, playing for someone else. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's ever played for Adam Gates. Uh, last question: How much does an yeah. How much does an Oscar weigh? Six point nine pounds. I love you. We'll talk you. soon. Yeah. Bye. bye. Beautiful. Love that man. All right. I, I think Melanie's gonna kill me, so we got to make this Bible talk quick. Okay. God's covenant with Noah. Did we do that already? No. We okay. left off. No, we did not. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Oh, that's like a, that's a pretty famous line. Be fruitful, oh. multiply and fill the earth. That's one of our, that's, I think that's our first big famous line since let there be light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fear and terror of you will be in every living creature on the earth. Every bird of the sky, every creature that crawls on the ground and all the fish of the sea, they are placed under your authority. Every living creature will be food for you as I gave the green plants. I have given you everything. However, you must not eat meat with its lifeblood in it. I will require the life of every animal and every man for your life and your blood. I will require the life of each man's brother for a man's life. Whoever sheds man's blood, his blood will be shed by man. For God made man in his image. That's another good line. That was a, that was a pretty packed, quick Bible study for yeah. a quick one. That had two, two pretty uh, well-known lines. No, huge. That was important. I'm glad we stuck on it. We stayed with it. Oh, man, look at this. I didn't know they talked the weather on OIM. You're really ridiculous. What? The dead people thing. Like, all that means is that 10,000 people died from the last time that the voter rolls were purged, and none of them are going to actually show up as having voted. I know. I'm just saying, let's check it out. We don't need to check it out because we've been there, done oh, man, that. It that. happens right. every single year. And, and the only difference is, is that Donald Trump is too big of a baby to admit defeat. Look at this guy. Well, let's uh, look at this guy. Yeah, he's a Trump supporter, right? That's, you, know, you know, maybe he is, but that's sick that you'd label it. Like, just a man with, like, no teeth and Trump supporter. That's what, that's what the establishment wants. I'm just saying, like, look who OAN has to go to to get – you know, what about him? He was being interviewed. Pro Trump? No, no, it's pro Trump. It's a weather article. It's a thing about Hurricane Ada. Oh, how am I supposed to know? I'm not watching be that fucking because it's set up because on the bottom it said tropical storm Ada. You showed me the screen for five seconds. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, read the Chiron. I was saying before they were talking about tropical well, storm Ada. I'm sorry, I can't listen to you all the time. Okay. 
All right, listen, everybody have a great week. Fun episode. Fun episode. God Fun bless. Episode. Um, and, uh, we have, oh, oh, a rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Oh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. And if George Stephanopoulos is the host of Jeopardy, I'll never watch another episode again. And that's coming from somebody who tapes every episode of Jeopardy. Wow. How did that hit you, by the way, that, that, that death? I used to not like Alex Trebek at all. And then I gained a, an appreciation for him. And you got to understand that his prognosis to live past a year was 18%. That's crazy. I mean, he fought a valiant fight. Pancreatic how, long did he sucks. how long did he have it? Um, close to two years. Wow. That's crazy. And he taped and he taped and, you know, final episode there's Christmas. Oh, wow. So there's still going to be episodes? Yeah, he wanted to, he, he made sure that there was a little library after he left. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. And fuck George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. What is an icon? What is an icon? That's beautiful. That's going to be the next, that's going to be the title of this episode. Love it. All right. Actually, you know, that really works out well for most of the episode. What is an icon? Yeah. What is an icon? All right. I'll see you. Everybody have I'll a good week. I'll you. see you in a Kia. Goodbye.